0: The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Breaking news from KXAN News.
1: That breaking news this morning, a man is dead after an officer shoots and kills him in Maynard. I'm Sally Hernandez. And I'm Erica
2: Brennis. The Maynard Police Department and Travis County Sheriff's Office say it started as an attempted carjacking. They say a man tried to take a car and stabbed someone near Highway 290 and SH 130. This is just down the road from Maynard ISD's new
1: tech high school and middle school. When authorities arrived, they found the man on 290 in between lanes. They say he was not cooperating. They used a, a device on him. They shocked him, and eventually shots were fired. They were not able to save his life.
2: More breaking news overnight, Austin police say a man stabbed a woman on a Cap Metro bus around 2 this morning. Officers detained the man. The woman is in the hospital. Police say the two did not know each other. And then going in depth, you could see officers riding on public buses. Cap Metro is working on creating its own police department. It expects to wrap up work on a temporary police headquarters later this year. It will be located on Cameron Road. Cap Metro wants to have 46 transit officers by 2027. It wants to hire at least five of them starting this year.
3: And we continue to follow the aftermath of yesterday's severe weather. Here's viewer video of the hail and heavy rain that northwest Georgetown saw yesterday. And take a look at this water flowing over a road in Round Rock there. Quite a bit of rainfall falling over the Austin metro, (laughs) anywhere from about Two to four and a half inches of the good stuff yesterday, but unfortunately, came down just a little too fast.
1: Yeah, looking at that video, and the roads were flooded, as you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Lots of water rescues Mm -hmm. that happened last night. We're going to hear more about that soon, coming up. But um, as far as we know, it's cleared out.
3: Yes, done with the low water crossings. Every, I think there's probably a few out there. Yeah, a few out there that probably have a little bit of Mm -hmm. that that high water, but in general the worst of it's behind us. That's the good news. So let me show you what's going on with your clouds and radar here. So the good news is we're not adding to those flooding issues at this hour. We do have a clearing expected today. Not to say we couldn't squeeze out maybe a couple more of those little spots of sprinkles and light rain this morning. I've got a 10 percent chance in for a few spot showers this morning but it will be nothing like what we had yesterday. A live look outside our indeed domain camera up in North Austin. This Will be an area to watch in particular just because you guys did see so much rain in north Austin as well as southern Williamson County so those low clouds and even some patchy fog certainly a possibility that is oftentimes what we see following a heavy rain event is some patchy fog issues in the morning and that'll be something I will watch for you as we get into the later part of your morning your temperatures are in the 60s it's cooler out there and in general temperatures will be running a little cooler than what you felt yesterday. We go from the 60s to those lower 80s. There is going to be that 10% chance of a spot shower leftover this morning and then we're going to clear things out. So what am I watching for later on into your forecast? Well, We've got another risk of severe weather as we get into the weekend. I'm going to break that down for you. Plus, cooler than normal temperatures expected as we transition into the back half of the weekend, too. And even wetter weather as we get into next week. So an active weather pattern continues. We'll have more on this year in a few minutes. Eric. so much, Kristen. Yeah, so there are still 22 low-water crossings closed as
2: of right now. Remember, we have a running list of low-water crossings being closed across the Austin metro area. We have the link under the weather and traffic section on KXAN.com. Several people in Central Texas are going to have to get their car fixed after getting stuck in floodwaters. Police rescued at least 10 people in Austin last night. 183 and Duval being one of those areas with major problems. KXAN's Blake Devine joins us live on how the roads are looking now, Blake.
4: Good morning, Erica and Sally. You know, last night all the rain led to some flash flooding throughout central Texas, and that is what we're looking at this morning. We're going to take a peek at the road right now. One area hard hit was Research Boulevard near Duval Road, where the water rose so high some cars. Even got stuck on the road. Many of these vehicles could be stalled in and out of the road while some had to be turned sideways or even pushed off. And one man working at a nearby dealership said he opened up gates to help people get out of the water.
5: And the water's like four feet deep <laughs> and cars were coming up, you know, down 183 Furnish Road. And they just kept on stalling and kept on stalling, kept on stalling, and people started hitting each other so we had about eight car pile up and then we were able to get the
4: apd out here and get the fire department out here get some of them towed out now the water receded quickly after the rain stopped but several cars had to be towed away and research boulevard was closed until all cars were removed and we also just want to reiterate this is not a threat right now the water rescues we had last night were not people driving through low water crossings. That was just urban flooding. So thus far this morning, from what we see during these early morning hours, it seems to be a lot less wet and slicker on these roads this morning, Erica and Sally. All
1: right. thank you so much, Blake. Yeah, glad that it's gone. Mm-hmm. All right, next, what medics say led to an American airline employee's death at Austin's airport. And what's changed when it comes to figuring out how many people
2: are homeless in Austin?
0: It's officially severe weather season in Central Texas. What does that mean? It means the chance of tornadoes, hail, and lightning. It means weather that can not only affect your
4: day, it can be dangerous.
0: That means you'll want to stay connected and close to the biggest, most experienced weather team. Our job is to keep you safe. That's what's most important. KXAN's first warning weather. Keeping you safe,
3: warning you first.
0: On air, online, on the app, everywhere. No matter
4: where you watch us, you can count on that.
1: Good friday morning. It is April the 21st. This is a live look that we're taking from our camera on top of the indeed building right at the domain easy q2 stadium right there. Get ready for the bed, lights Our show that we have for you talking about some of the accomplishments and some of the um, not so many <laughs> highlights sometimes when it comes to Austin FC. But that's something that we put together for you here at KXAN. All right, Austin police are investigating an American Airlines employee who died at Austin Bergstrom International Airport yesterday. First responders got there around two o'clock in the afternoon, but they were not able to save his life.
2: APD, who has taken the lead on this case, tells us the man died while operating a ground service vehicle that struck a jet bridge. When APD and Austin Travis County EMS arrived, they found the man in the area where planes park to pick up and drop off passengers. Right now, it's unclear what led to the accident. The man died at the scene.
5: Vehicular homicide is investigating. Right now, this is being investigated as an accidental death. The airport operations were not impacted during this incident. We recognize the sensitive nature and we really appreciate the community's patience as we fully investigate.
2: The name of the man who was killed has not been released at this time. American Airlines say it's devastated by this accident. Going in depth, airports the size of Austin are required to implement a safety risk management plan. The plan includes areas that are managed or are without an air traffic control tower, including loading ramps and runways. The Federal Aviation Administration says plans like this can help detect and correct safety problems on daily operations. This new policy starts on Monday, but airports have the next five years to implement their plan. Despite a failed launch to space,
1: why the head of NASA considers the SpaceX test yesterday a success. The restrictions how public universities promote equity and diversity in their staff and student body and how this is going to impact campuses. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie
5: Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets, struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach.
2: All right, quick traffic alert for you guys on FM 973. So on the south side of Manor, just east of... 1.30 FM 973. We're just learning is closed because there is water on the roadway. It's right near Breaker Lane, uh, running alongside Gilliland Creek. We do have our videographer Christian and Blake Devine headed there to give you a live report. But just heads up, uh, obviously a lot of rain yesterday, so water on roadway on FM 973, right near Breaker Lane. And then get a look at this, a car underwater. This one in North Austin near Waters Park Road. This is right near where Parmer Lane and Mopac intersect. EMS had to rescue
1: a person. Incredible video of that water just rushing there along Waller Creek. You sent us some really impressive photos and videos um, overnight, and this was one of them that we got in from the storm clouds rolling into Pflugerville. Now, some
2: of you guys got to see uh, the storm roll out in this sunset, just an incredible sunset here in Marble Falls after the storm cleared. It was really uh, a loud storm for me personally. Kristen uh, woke me yeah. up about
3: 10:30 in South Austin, and I wanted to show you this one too—a rainbow in birch Run. So, uh, unfortunately, there is that ugly side to a severe weather event, but there is also a somewhat beautiful side, and I appreciate both of those uh, perspectives when you guys send in those photos. So, thank you so much for doing that. But uh, yeah, definitely overachieved when it comes to the rainfall <laughs> mm-hmm. yesterday. Did see that hail threat verify. Unfortunately, yeah. even a couple tornado warnings. Uh, were triggered, did not mm-hmm. see any confirmed tornadoes. That's the good news. But uh yeah, it was a little bit of a rough night. It was,
1: it was. So are we gonna have time to dry out between now? Not a whole lot, yeah. we've
3: got about 24 hours. So let me show okay. you what's going on with your forecast here, because this is a lot of storms. It's moving out and we do have a couple spot showers possible behind it this morning, but nothing that I'm super concerned about. In fact, today is actually gonna feature some really nice afternoon weather. So if you don't have Friday afternoon plans, time to start making some 65 degrees right now humidity up there it's still pretty uh, sticky this morning we got a lot of that moisture not only in the ground but even some standing water still and in, in some spots so make sure you're watching the visibility closely if you do encounter some of that patchy fog especially those who did pick up quite a bit of rain yesterday that'll be something you want to factor into your morning drive. it's 81 degrees this afternoon though that's my forecast high so we are gonna see a nice rebound in our temperatures at 10% chance to see is just for this morning So outside of that quick little morning shower chance, we got sun to look forward to this afternoon and into this evening. Clear skies will stick around. Tomorrow starts quiet with another round of sunshine, but this changes. Once we get into the later part of the evening, you can see the storms and showers. Our next round coming back. This is a 20% chance of storms and showers on Saturday. We're gonna spread that out to 70 to even 80% chance at times as we get you into the weekend. So your weekend forecast showing two totally different days. Tomorrow, a 20% chance of storms and showers just in the evening and night with a high of 80. Sunday, looking like a washout. A 70% chance of showers and storms. Temperatures not expected to leave the 60s. What does our severe weather risk look like? Well, for tomorrow, it's low one out of five in the northwestern counties on Sunday also low one out of five but covers up a little bit more of our southern counties here so just make sure you're staying up to date with us as you get into the weekend because we'll probably see a couple of those storms try and get rowdy on us both Saturday and Sunday and that flooding threat will be something to watch for too you'll notice we are outlined across the west and south for a one out of four risk of flooding on Sunday. That's when the majority of our next rain event will fall. Between now and the end of next week, we have in addition to everything we saw yesterday, another half inch, to three to four inches of rainfall ahead of us. So yes, we are active. Yes, we've got a couple rounds of severe storms possible. No day is really standing out to me as a huge severe weather outbreak kind of day. However, because we're talking daily rain chances, we really need to be mindful of the flooding concerns. So to put it all together for you, the seven day forecast just shows a high of 81 today and a high of 80 tomorrow. Your Saturday morning, early afternoon plans totally fine. Sunday, that's when I would say have a plan B for an inside activity because that 70% chance of rain is pretty significant and that dribbles into next week. 50 to 60% chance of storms and showers Monday. Tuesday, your temperatures will be running cooler than normal. 60 Sunday, we see highs in the 70s most days next week, whereas we should be in the 80s this time in April. But again, we'll keep you updated as those storms and showers develop.
1: Kristen, thank you. A man scheduled to be executed next Wednesday is now gonna have his case reviewed. A judge out of Fort Worth withdrew the execution date for Ivan Cantu. His family went to the Capitol to ask the state to look at evidence they say proves their loved one never got a fair trial. They were at the Capitol this week, and at the same time, the judge says his case will now be reviewed. Back in 2000, authorities say Cantu killed his cousin, James Mosqueda, and his cousin's fiance, Amy Kitchen. But his family says they have evidence that the state presented false testimony and evidence. Well, Austin officials are trying to address homelessness, but first they need to know how big is the problem.
2: KXN's Grace Reader gives us an idea of just how many people are homeless and explains why the method for figuring that out has changed.
5: Hello, good morning. Is there anyone in the blue tent here? Several months after Austin's point in time count, a night where volunteers hand counted the number of people sleeping outside, the results of that count are soon to be released. But the ending Community Homeless Coalition, or ECHO, says this in-person count is not the most accurate depiction of how many people are sleeping outside.
0: There are some requirements that HUD have that make it to where you're not really actually counting everyone experiencing homelessness because, for example, you have to actually see them. So if you see a tent and you think that somebody is in there you couldn't count them.
5: Echo has a dashboard which it says is more accurate because it uses local data from people on the ground.
0: Service providers who are working directly with people experiencing homelessness are inputting data into a centralized database and then we're analyzing that data to really help us understand the scope of homelessness on a regular basis. The
5: most recent update shows more than 4,000 people are sleeping outside on any given night in Austin Travis County. That's the highest number since Echo started tracking two years ago. Echo to cost of living in Austin and eviction rates after the pandemic as reasons for that but also said they've gotten better at collecting the data which is likely also contributing to the uptick on a night like tonight where it's dangerous to be outside, Echo says the need for housing in our city is highlighted. The
0: more that we can do to provide housing units in the community and really advocate for for those resources to be in the community, the the, the less we have to be kind of concerned about some of these extreme weather events affecting people experiencing homelessness. Grace
5: Reader,
2: KXAN News. Echo started its dashboard because of the pandemic and during that time the point in time count couldn't be conducted safely even though the dashboard is more accurate they will still be doing the count that number determines how much funding Austin gets from the federal government going in depth during this year's winter storm medics with Austin Travis County EMS were able to use the What Three Words app to help those experiencing homelessness. The app allowed them to warn people of the storm and resources that were gonna be available, like shelters, and then log their location in case medics needed to follow up with them. During a cold snap in December, the app allowed ATC EMS to move hundreds of people to warming shelters. You can expect delays tonight through parts of Georgetown. The Texas Department of Transportation will be closing the northbound and southbound lanes of I-35 to remove part of the original Williams Drive Bridge. Those lanes will close at 10 tonight and are scheduled to reopen at 10 tomorrow morning. Traffic will shift to the newly
1: constructed Williams Drive Bridge by 9 tomorrow morning. Austin voters, you already said yes to Project Connect three years ago and you may have to vote on it yet again in the fall.
2: One of the major projects in the mass transit plan is the light rail. Mayor Kirk Watson said that two proposed bills at the state capitol would require voters to approve components related to projects set up like this one, such as what any debt issue would be used for, how much debt project leaders would need to issue, and the tax rate that would be needed to pay
1: back the debt. And former Austin member and now State Representative Ellen Troxclair is one of those lawmakers behind the bill that we just talked about. In a March statement to KXN, she said, what voters approved in 2020 doesn't allow Project Connect to call for more money without you, the voters' approval. For some context behind this bill, last year, Project Connect executives estimated the projected budget for the light rail portion of the transit program had nearly doubled, topping $10 billion. Last July, officials affiliated with the program pressed pause on the light rail designs as costs were expected to increase even more. Last month, August, Austin Transit Partnership, the entity asked with delivering Project Connect, unveiled five reduced scope light rail route options to the public. The final design decision is not expected until June.
3: Well, SpaceX scientists are trying to figure out what needs to change after a next generation rocket exploded after launch yesterday. It's designed for missions to the moon and Mars. The most powerful ever developed. It's Sets to play a key role in NASA's Artemis program, which plans to put humans on the moon in 2025. Now, despite the failure, many consider the test a success. Bill Nelson, the head of NASA, was one of many to congratulate SpaceX on the test and tells the Today Show this morning that the test is meant to collect data on the system's performance, which is crucial for future development.
4: Some things didn't work. They'll correct that they have a new, more sophisticated rocket in a couple of months, they'll launch and they'll be successful.
3: Now hear more of his interview coming up later on on KXAN on the Today Show.
0: Thanks for joining KXAN News Today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.